The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Absolute Sports Betting Degeneracy. Hey everybody, Arch here, and it is Tuesday. Sex Panther, what's going on? You know, I feel a lot of pressure sitting in the second chair. No, I was told no Max this week. He's over in Germany doing work-related stuff. But then I come to find out there is a Max today. So what gives? Sexy Maxi, do you want to feel that? Well, you're stuck with me. I can, yes, I can feel that. You know, I uh, uh, I get a lot of complaints that I'm only on the show on Sundays. And so, you know, I guess that uh, Arch decided that I need to come in a little bit more often during the week. And uh, I, it feels good to be uh, filling Max's hole here this morning. Um, you know, I'm so happy to be here uh, as Max is living the dream in Deutschland. Uh, you know, Max, if you're listening, please consume some Vorst for me. Uh, bump some Afrob and purchase yourself some Hausschuhe in the form of Birkenstocks. Is that all real words? So, yeah, the mo- yeah, pr- pretty much. They, 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 if if he's around some like actual German speakers, they should be able to help him through most of that. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yes. So Max is in Germany. Saxy, you're taking over. Lots of complaints. Lots of complaints that you need to be on the show more often, huh? Well, it's all from uh, my mom's bridge club, though. You right. Know, that's actually the only people who are complaining. Bridge club and and and. Right, and they're actually mailing in uh, all of the um, all of their complaints to the complaint box. It's it's not emailed. It's not. It, it's a little bit behind the times. Uh, the the old bridge club. But uh, I'm I'm happy to be joining y'all on a beautiful Tuesday morning here. Nice to have you here. Uh, you know, Sex Panther, you've been fired up for about I don't know eighteen hours now. Oh my god! About eighteen hours about about a particular Good. NBA player. Did did you want to did you want to talk about it at all? <laughs> Listen, we get we get players. Uh, it seems like really recently, like it's gotten worse. Like everybody's got an opinion. They think their opinion matters, but a lot of times it's, it's the bigger name guys. All of a sudden, Patrick Beverly has a fucking voice, and he's loud as shit about Chris Paul being overrated, and I mean just dumping on you know sixty six year old Chris Paul. I get it. The guy's been in the league for like twenty five years, but. What the fuck has Patrick Beverly ever done? Like, I think you pulled up those stats there, Arch, about what a contributor he is to his team and and the positive influence he has for the long time he's been in the league. But Patrick Beverly, of all people, calling out Chris Paul, I'm just kind of, yeah, I'm a little bit fired up over this. Saxy, you got an opinion on this? I mean, I, 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 yeah, I mean, I, 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 
I can't back my guy Pat Bev here. He's he's a very emotional man, you know. It is, he's still probably riding on those emotions of that uh, play-in game win that was, you know, a, akin to a championship in Minnesota. To be real, you know, that's about as close as my team will ever get to winning something of value. I wish that they gave away a trophy for that. Uh, <laughs> but regardless, I think uh, I mean, you know. This is the problem is the fact that everyone gets a voice these days. It's too easy to have a voice. This you guys are giving me a voice on the day like today. This is the problem with it. You, we, we, there, there needs to be, you know, a, 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 some demarcation to be able to have a voice. You know, it's like the check mark on Twitter. You got to have something uh, behind it. And you know, Pat Bev, what has he done? Arch, bring us the stats. Okay, well, <laughs> we were talking about him, so I decided to look up his advanced uh, statistics over at Basketball Reference. Um, his box score plus or minus is the estimate of points per 100 possessions a player contributed above or below a league average player. And his box score plus or minus on his career is 1.1. So he's 1.1 points ahead of a, an average player. I'm actually surprised it's positive. <laughs> <laughs> Offensively, yeah, it's I, not. I, 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 well, that and that and that makes sense. That makes sense. But I don't know. Like he's uh, his value. It felt like in the playoffs was just getting into people's head and being a Draymond kind of like guy that pisses other people off. And I guess, you know, like if that's what he's going to be and I guess incorporate some of Draymond's mom's attitude as well into what he does off the court, I guess that's what it is. I did. It's just funny to me that a it's 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 a mediocre player like Patrick Beverly, b going after a future Hall of Famer, and c if Phoenix wins this game, which obviously after the first quarter had no chance of doing, but if if they win this game, nothing's being said. So we're defining Chris Paul over what the entire season, the last couple of seasons. We're, he's going to rail on Chris Paul over one flipping game. The entire Phoenix Suns team didn't show up for that game. I just I don't get it i don't get this railing on players by insignificant little peons like patrick beverly i i i don't know what to say i don't know what to say about that we are a podcast we have thrown shade at people in the past do you want to address that what gives us what gives us the uh the privilege to uh throw shade at, at one mr aaron Rodgers? Because that's our job. Hey, that's Max. I don't. I don't do it. I don't do it. But but for other players to do it, I think I think that's you know it'd be fucking hilarious if Patrick Beverly got traded to Phoenix. That would be fucking hilarious. That's why you don't do it. How many times have we seen like somebody talk shit and the next thing you know they're on the same team and they start doing their piddly little backtracking? I just don't like it. If if you want to be a commentator, you want to rail on somebody, then you know, go get on NBA tonight on TNT or something. But to do it while you're actively playing, while he's actively playing, I just, it doesn't make any sense to me. Any thoughts? Uh, that's, how, that's how these guys chase the money. It feels. Yeah. These, these, yeah. That's how these guys chase the money nowadays. You know, it feels like they, you know, that's you, you, you start to create your brand for yourself and then you can start to dictate where you go. And then if you don't want to play with this person, you don't have to, but everyone is still like sort of quasi homies anyway. Like it's, it's, it feels like uh, the NBA is a little too close of a brotherhood at this point. There should too be close. I, you, I you want, you, you want you more, you want more animosity in the NBA. Yeah, a little, a little more, a little bit more of the of the Luca Devin Booker kind of like bit. Oh my on. god, that was, that's that was so helpful. good. Yes, it's so good. Yes. Let's, let's let's have that every year. 
it's the problem between all teams. The problem with it, it, it is, is it's one business with, you know, with different franchises or different, uh, you know, sister stores all set up. Mm, yeah, that, 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 that is an issue because it is really just one product, right? Well, yeah. At I the mean, end of the day, mm-hmm. you, you, you compete against each other in you in the same market and it, it, it is hard. But uh, the other thing is with the players, though, you know, we, I came from an era, Michael Jordan, Charles Barkley can go out and golf together, but still hate each other. And they get on the court and they want, I mean, they just want to beat the shit out of each other. And then you get, you know, Dwayne Wade, LeBron James get on a golf course and they figure out a way to play together. Like it's just, it's just a different basketball. Nobody really has this cutthroat mentality. Well, maybe Luca and Devin Booker do now. I think (laughs) that's great for the, that's fucking great for the NBA. I'm glad that shit happened. No, I agree. It is great for the NBA. Oh, yeah. So you, Saxy, you didn't just specifically spend your time watching and thinking about the NBA and 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 the Timberwolves. I hear, I hear rumor that you were watching bowling, and, and I bring this up because I think, yeah, I know, think, I think what's happening here is you're trying to be a bit more like Phil, so you can get back in Sex Panther's good graces. <laughs> Oh, is that is that what it is? Is that exactly what I'm doing here? I'm just trying to be more like I, you know, I Phil so. and I actually have had a lot in common this entire time is what it is, and and uh, that's why Panther is so attracted to both of us equally, <laughs> and you know, in 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 in, in different ways, but equally. <laughs> We both bowl. The word attraction is such a strong term. Uh, you know, Phil. Look, Phil's got the inside track just because he's he's a Golden Domer. He's a Notre Damer. He's he's one of the good guys. Uh, Saxy, you know, we do we do the Sunday show. You come on and, and and fill in for us. We just we got a good rapport going. You know, we're always going to be boys. And I swear to God, if you actually show up for the uh, reception, whenever that is, uh, with me and the kitten, and uh, I mean, you have to be number one forever, right? Arch ain't showing up. Max might <laughs> nope. show up. Max might show up. He's not going to Indiana. United, He's afraid. The United States will never let Arch back into the country. I don't think. <laughs> It all depends on certain statuses you have to to meet, I suppose. Um, Max is never leaving the East Coast. The thing about East Coasters is they're terrified of everything that isn't East Coast. Terrified. They, they think they think they think it's like a bad Lifetime movie outside of uh, of the East Coast. Uh, I dig it. East Coast yeah, is the bad Lifetime they, movie. They, they <laughs> Oh, good stuff. All right. I dig. Let's let's get to work here a little bit. We got a we got a fair amount of games to talk about. Yeah. Here we go. NBA. Celtics playing the Miami Heat. This is interesting because Action Open this says it's opened at two. Both you know, both sides. I, I thought I saw it opening up the heat closer to minus four at some of the books. So take it for what it's worth, but it is heat minus one and a half, Celtics plus two. Sex Panther, thoughts? I don't know what that what that line is. If it saw somebody with four, that seems a little high, particularly for a game one. I look. I think this is an even game, but one of the things that I do like for Miami: one, home court advantage; two, they're on five days rest. They ended their series uh, relatively early. Boston had to go all the way to Game Seven, have that little knockdown dragout fight with uh, Milwaukee. It gave Miami a chance to, to heal. I think they're going to be relatively healthy. Boston, for the most part, is relatively healthy. I, I think 
Boston probably does win the series, but I think this is a must win for Miami. I don't believe they're going to want to go in and at home, go down zero to one right out of the gate. One and a half basically is a toss up game. I'm going to put my money on the heat here. 10 bucks on the boys from South Beach. Sexy. Yeah, I. I fully agree with you, Panther. I'm not going to get too cute at this one either. I think Miami wins this game one at home on the four days rest. This season went on three plus days rest. They are five and zero straight up and against the spread. Uh, I think that trend continues today. They're six and zero at home this entire postseason and have covered the spread in five of those six home playoff games. So today, I am on the Heat, but just the money line for Mad Max. Oh, just the money line here. Okay, gotcha. What just is the money line. Just what the, is money the money line. line in this one. It okay. is at uh, minus one twenty. Yeah, minus one twenty four. Looks like right now. Oof. Mm-hmm. You know, it's close. It's razor thin. All things being perfect, being equal, I would not bet this game. But fuck it, I will. I will take the Celtics plus the two. It's going to be a one-point game. It's going to be a one-point game. Heat win. Saxy, you cash. Panther, tough luck. Better luck next time. <laughs> Celtics cover the two points. Ten bucks. Got action in the NBA. Nothing. Go hockey. We got, a, we, go. we got a fair amount. I know sexy is you're, you're the, uh, the puck head here, right? You're a huge, huge hockey fan. Oh God. No. Oh my God. <laughs> I, I enjoy watching hockey. I enjoy postseason hockey, but I'm certainly, I'm definitely not the puck head here. <laughs> Jesus Panther lead us off. God, I've got to be the fucking hockey guru because Madman went to Germany. Let's take a look at Tampa Bay at Florida. I think really in all these playoffs or these series that we're looking at here, I don't think there's much of a surprise of who's playing. I think the surprise was just kind of like how they got here. Tampa Bay really had to duke it out with Toronto. That was a big series. And now they have to go into Florida and take on a Panther team, much like Carolina is virtually unbeatable at home. I think this is going to be another really, really tough series. Could see this one going seven games, but there's just no way I'm betting against Florida at home. So I like the Panthers here for ten bucks uh, on Florida. Yep, I uh, I did the same analysis as you, Panther. I looked and I. I just think the Panthers are going to win game one at home. I think it makes sense that they do so today. Uh, so I'm on the P words for the money line as well. Oh, okay. Minus 160. What does that translate to? About 62, 61% in that range. It seems a little high, doesn't it? You really think that Florida wins six out of 10? No problem. Easy. You both think uh, that? I I had it at minus 150, but I did this about two hours ago. So either the line's moving or I just found a better line. But um, yeah, yeah, six yeah. out of ten at home. Yes. Okay. All right. I mean, I, I think I, so too. You think so? I would lean Tampa Bay in this one. I'm not going to bet it, but the plus one forty-five. This is too good. Mm-hmm. Although you know Tampa Bay and you know postseason and this show, I don't know. It doesn't exactly gel. Oh goodness. All right. Uh, next up, what do we have? St. Louis and Colorado. Uh, we're kind of getting robbed here because this should be the Western Conference Finals. Maybe it is the Western Conference Finals. Uh, apologies to the other two teams playing tomorrow. But uh, St. Louis, you know, kind of right of the ship. They kind of dug themselves a little bit of a hole with Minnesota. But they finally flexed their muscle, scored, you know, five goals in their last each game in their last three games. Uh, really started right the ship. Colorado. We haven't talked about the Avalanche because they haven't played in eight 
flipping days. Over a week since the Avs have played. There might be some value here in playing or taking St. Louis with that healthy plus line. But the way the Avs absolutely dominated their first round opponent and the way they're scoring, I I just can't get away from the Avs. I don't even think minus 220 is too chalky. So I'm hoping the layoff, the one-week layoff doesn't kill me here. But I'm going to put 20 bucks on the Avalanche in game one. Man. Well, first off, I was looking at this series, and I actually placed a series bet on the Avs to win in six at plus 350. So that's my Colorado homer play of the day for anyone who wants a real homer play of the day here. But uh, looking at this game alone, I think you have to lean the Blues with the plus 180 for the value of the game. However, I'm taking the Avs first period minus half a goal at plus 115. They opened the first period series against the Predators, scoring five. And I think that uh, they set the tone for the rest of the series by doing so. I'd like to imagine they're going to try and do the same damn thing again tonight and do so early. So I am on the Avs uh, first period minus half a goal. Mm, Okay, got it. You know, if you download and listen to every single episode, as somebody would say, you know that we are pretty high up. Well, at least Max and I were pretty high up on St. Louis. And then they they fell off, and then they came roaring back in the second half, late second half. I, I minus two hundred five. I just can't. I can't get there. Uh, to me, all the values on St. Louis, Colorado probably wins the game. But what is that minus two hundred five? That's sixty seven percent. You you can't convince me they have you know sixty seven percent chance they're going to win every single time. So St. Louis plus one eighty. That's my bet. That's a value play. I think 67% at home. I'm, I, you know, if it was neutral, that'd be a whole other thing. I'd actually give St. Louis a much better chance. But in Denver, St. Louis has to get one if they're going to win this series. I just don't think tonight's that game. Gotcha. Uh, to go the Mad Max route, it opened at Colorado minus 235, and now it's minus 205 now. So I think I think a lot of people are probably jumping on that mm-hmm. value play. of the That value. There's definitely the values there, yeah. All right. We should take a little breather, I suppose. Saxy, did you want to do a live read or should we just let some silence happen so they can automatically insert an ad? Let's just let them automatically insert an ad because I uh, don't have anything prepared. Okay, that's fine. (laughs) That's fine. So this is the point where there's going to be a commercial automatically inserted by our podcast host. If you live in a place they actually care about. The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you, with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. 
There you go. Hopefully you heard a commercial. Otherwise, they don't care about you and where you live. <laughs> All right. Moving on. I love how you do that, Arch. <laughs> moving on to baseball. What are we looking at, Sex Panther, in MLB? Uh, I'm going to keep us busy for a while. I got six games. Let's start off with the White Sox going to Kansas City. We had a rain out yesterday, so it's going to be a double dip. I'm looking at game one here. Dylan Cease on the mound going against this Heasley guy. I don't know anything about Mr. Heasley. He is sporting a 2.7 ERA. But what I do know is I hate, hate, capital hate the Kansas City Royals offense. You're not in Colorado anymore, kids. No thin air to help carry the ball. You're going to have to actually hit and run around the bases which you have not been very good at all season long. I will run line the White Sox, which gets me to even, plus 100. Give me $10 on the White Sox. Man, I can I can see this happening. I just am not on this one. Uh, the White Sox are a team that I kind of was a lot cooler on earlier this year uh, than I think some folks, and I just haven't gotten into betting on them. I think they are the right side today uh but i am not touching either of these although i was talking uh, a little offline with some folks in uh the book club about trying to find some double header betting strategies and uh it's it looks like the idea or the best way to go about it is to uh the team that wins game one more often than not if they're favoring game two wins game two as well yes and so just just something to think about going into a double header Pete Rose uh, once said, you know, they should just in a doubleheader, they should just give each team a win and call it a day because that's what always happens. Well, Pete Rose, there's a reason why you're a career gambling or gambling loser. <laughs> that ne- that almost never happens. <laughs> it usually seems like it's 2-0, 2-0, 2-0 for doubleheaders by and large. So, yeah, mm-hmm. I, I, yeah. I, I agree with that strategy. I will lean the White Sox in this one. I'm not going to bet it. The minus 174, minus 180. Oh, a little, little high, much. a little high. Yeah. That's why I had to run line it. Speaking of run lines, we'll talk about the Bronx Bombers, who's, who's had to move into like my top two of teams that I'm making money on. They're, they're absolutely crushing teams. They've got uh, elite pitching staff, uh, James Talion on the bump today. They probably got the best, if, if not the top two, I guess, hitting team. Give a little respect to the Angels who've been hitting the cover off the ball. But against Baltimore, this is just too much. There's too much offense. There's too much pitching. There's just too much. He, everything for Baltimore to keep up. We saw it yesterday. I expect more of the same. I have to run line the Yankees and still have to lay 125. Give me 10 bucks on the Bronx Bombers. Yeah, I, I like that play. I mean, over the last... Looks like, what is it, four Yankees wins, uh, five Yankees wins. They have covered the run line and covered an alt spread also in, you know, four of those five. So I, I like them on that as well. And I've been I've been hitting the Yankees run lines with you guys here on the pod uh, and enjoying that. So I'm going to I'm going to hop on this one with you guys as well. The uh, Yankees minus the one and a half. All right. Got you in. Uh, I'm going to lean the Yankees in this one. Not going to bet it. It's a it's a little too high for my blood. The minus 225. But uh, yeah, solid support in what you're trying to accomplish. All right. Let's look at the next game up then for me. The Atlanta Braves at the Brew Crew of Milwaukee. 
Uh, I don't know who this Davidson cat is, but his ERA is ungodly, a 16.88 for Atlanta. I'm hoping that he's just an opener, or maybe he just got shelled his first time out. But he's going to go against Adrian Hauser. Milwaukee's been playing really well at home. Neither team offensively gets you excited about their offense. They're both not great I think Atlanta can be great, but much like last year, really struggling to get out of the gate. This line tells me, much like yesterday, remember yesterday I told you I was on the wrong side of two games? Mm-hmm. I was on the wrong side of two games. Uh, probably on the wrong side of this one, too, but I like the home team brew crew. Give me 10 bucks on the Brewers. All right. Yeah, I, Brewers are uh, definitely one of my blind spots. I think both both Maxes on this podcast uh, are <laughs> blind to the, what the Brewers can do or what they do or what they are capable of doing, what, what the Brewers do on a daily basis. So I do not touch Brewers games at all now. I just don't. I'm not, so I didn't even look at it, Panther. I, uh, I, 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 uh, I'll just give you moral support and a high five from afar. One of Max's last messages in the book club, I don't know if you saw it, was just like, fuck it. He's got to avoid Brewers games altogether for the rest of his life. So <laughs> something about Milwaukee. It's just, yeah, he does not do well relationship with Wisconsin. is just stressed. It's very complicated. <laughs> I'm going to take the Braves plus the 102. I like the Braves. I, uh, uh, oof, it's close, but no, I do have the Braves, you know, have enough of a chance at the plus 102, 11 bucks Braves. Uh, all right, next game up for me. I can't believe I'm betting this one. I don't like betting games between two losing organizations, but Pittsburgh is in Chicago. They got absolutely spanked nine to nothing yesterday. So they got no hit on Sunday. Then they got no run yesterday. Like this is an offense that's really, really struggling to find its way. This Cubs team, I mean, they're not great, but they have the pitching advantage. Thompson on the mound with a 1.67 going against Brubaker for uh, Pittsburgh, who's not, I mean, he's never been very good at 5.34 might be his best season. I hate taking the Cubs with a minus line, but Pittsburgh's so damn bad. Everybody's going to be minus line. So yeah, 10 bucks on the Cubbies. (laughs) I'm, I I give you moral support here, Panther, but I'm not betting this game simply because I don't have any interest in watching it at all. I can't. I I, I give you full moral support. I, I I think the Cubs are the better team, absolutely in this game. You know they're on a three game win streak here. I think I think they should be pulling it out today, but I am not on it at all. Okay. I, I give you moral support, Panther. Yeah, I and mean, Pittsburgh, you know, is actually overperforming to where they should be. <laughs> Like they're just, it's just ridiculous. Oh, God. Yeah. This is, a, yeah. This oh, they're is, just not in the last two games. No, no. The last two games, are, we would call that more normalized. They're looking more like how they should. I, I agree with you. I do think, I do think the Cubs win the game. I'm going to put 11 bucks on the Cubs to minus 135. Oh, I like it. I like it. Uh, next game up for me, the Anaheim Angels. Fucked me yesterday. Still in Texas, but no hit. Reed Detmers is on the mound. He's not going to do it twice in a row, but I do believe he'll get the win going against Hearn, who's you know really not been very good for Texas last year or this year. The Angels lineup should come to fruition. Better pitching. They definitely have the better hitting. The line's not too bad. Maybe I'm on the wrong side again, Vegas. This should be worse, right? This, this line should be worse than minus 130. Another trap. Who the fuck knows? Give me 10 bucks on the Angels. 
Yeah, Panther, I think you and I are both walking dick first into this one because I uh, also thought this line was too nice. And I also am uh, happily giving my money to Vegas for it. I'm taking the Angels minus the 135. I think that, again, uh, they they lost yesterday. I don't think it's two days in a row. So I may be chasing waterfalls here, but give me the Angels. All right, I'm leaning the Angels in this one. Uh, can't quite get there. Did you see Syndergaard's line last night? 0.2 innings pitch, four hits, six runs, six earned runs, two base on balls, and one strikeout. I mean, oh God. that'll get you a Cy Young. <laughs> <laughs> they should have put pool holes in. They should have called pool oh, holes to see if they could trade for that pitcher. God damn. Who else at least got through a whole inning? Yeah, right, right. All right, so yeah, lean the Angels. I'm not going to oh, bet it. Oh, man. Yeah. One more game for me, Saxy. You should have an interest in this one going up to your neck of the woods to talk about Minnesota, although they're not in your neck of the woods. They're over in Oakland. Who will not be in Oakland, I don't think, much longer. The, the, the way the fans don't show up for that team, they're going to be in Vegas sooner or later. But Minnesota is going to throw Dylan Bundy. This is not a great pitch of matchup. Dylan Bundy, James Caprillion, both leave a lot to be desired, but Minnesota's offense is so much more superior than Oakland's. Oakland's terrible. They're going to get bitched again. I, I don't – like I, yesterday, this line seems a little off. It was a gift yesterday. I think it's a gift today. Give me 10 bucks on the Twinkies. I am actually – not taking this gift today with you, Panther. I'm on the opposite side. I was on the Twins yesterday. You were on the Twins yesterday. And we should be jumping ship and hitting the A's today. Caprillion has, an improved, has improved after his terrible first start to the season uh, in Cleveland. So I like the value of the plus line with the A's today, and I'm taking it. I agree with you 100%, Saxy. I, I, at the plus 120, I think there's tons of value to be had. I'm jumping on the A's with you for mm-hmm. 11 bucks. Fading your beloved Twins. Look at you guys. Fading Panther. Haters, haters everywhere. That's all I got. Saxy, what do you got? Goodness. Well, I got one more. Uh, Houston Astros are at Boston today, and Houston lost yesterday. They're catching a bit less of a plus line today, and I do like them to get this win still. I chasing waterfalls again here. Give me Houston at even money. Yeah, that was one of the gifts that bit me in the ass yesterday, and I see today's line as a duplicate scenario. Uh, Houston is better than Boston. This matchup, I think your Quiddy's better than Eovoldi. So an even line, mm-hmm. uh, this one shits. This smells. I think Boston's a play, but I don't like Boston. So a lean on Houston. Uh, leaning Boston in this one. Uh, minus 120 down from 100. Ugh, it's tempting. It's really tempting. This might be, this might, this, I wouldn't be surprised if Boston ends up in a book club discussion later today. Would not be surprised. Uh, Ruh-roh. <laughs> yeah, right there. Well, that's that's the only other game that I had. Yeah, that's I'm I'm I'll, I guess I'll live. I guess I'll survive. It's only one of my bets today. So that's that's all I got here, though. Arch, what do you got? We're scrolling to the top of the board ish and we're looking at St. Louis and the Metropolitans. The Mets have been a team I consistently win money with when I bet them. But today is not the day where I'm going to bet them. I am taking the value of the St. Louis Cardinals plus 110 game one. 11 bucks on the other team in Missouri. Yeah, there was one of them that didn't have a, a pitcher a pitcher named yet, and I didn't have a line. I don't know if this was the one. I think this game one was the one because I did see the pitching matchup for game two. Um, so without a line, without knowing who the pitcher was, I couldn't get on it. 
Uh, so I, the Mets at home is probably where I want to be. But, um, yeah, th- this is a series I, I think is going to be close. I'm just kind of staying away from this Cardinals-Mets game. Saxy? Yeah, I, I liked it. I like the side that you're on, Arch. I give you full moral support on the St. Louis Cardinals, and that's the side I was leaning, if anything, today, but I didn't touch it. I I, I just couldn't couldn't touch this one after all of the other uh, uh, piss-poor plays that I'm making today. I don't think I can add <laughs> another uh, shitty one onto it. So, Call it my anti-Pete Rose play, too, but I'm going to take the Cardinals again. They're plus 114 in game two. I'm going to hit that one as well. I'm just going to do them both. There we go. There we go. Oh, you got a plus line on, on both of them, right? So you'll probably hit at least one of them, if not both. There you go. Ash it. Double moral support. <laughs> That's it. Uh, I don't have anything else. Let's see here. Iceberg says, give them the Rangers plus one and a half. The Texas Rangers, not the New York Rangers. Shocker. Shocker. <laughs> we'll see how the New York Rangers don't play tomorrow. <laughs> Iceberg, you and I are going to have to have a shot. I, I don't know what I did to you, but it, it just I feel targeted. I feel singled out. I'm I'm hurt. I'm offended. Every every episode, every episode, it's just it's just directly against you. And we have to check the timing. We have to look at the timestamps of this to see if it's if it's just coincidence or if he's just saying it right after you say something, just to contradict you, you know, immediately. You know what I think is going on here is he actually agrees with me on a lot of plays. He just singles out the one that he disagrees with me, and that's the one he posts in there. I see. Could be a close game. The Rangers have been putting up runs. It could be close. And you know, here's a fun fact. I know we're running just over 30 minutes, but here's here's a fun fact for you, boys and girls out there. Neither Sex Panther nor Mad Max have made a single Rangers bet. Interesting, huh? Interesting. I think that's when they play the Royals, I'll probably jump on them. (laughs) There you go. All right. Saxy, thanks for filling in, man. It was fun. Hey, anytime. Always happy to join you. DJs, head on over to AbsoluteDegeneracy.com. Come on, buy a t-shirt. Join the book club at thedgens.net. Panther, you need a parlay pick from me? I do need a parlay pick from you. Uh, We're taking the P-words. The P-words. I like it. Arch, I need a a parlay pick from you. The Oakland Athletics. You're, see, you're just doing that to be a dick. You're like, you're like being. All right, all right, fine. Give me the bra- Give me the Braves. You're just, you're just, you're just an anti-Panther. Uh, I will take the Chicago Cubs because I really think Pittsburgh sucks. They do so suck. we're looking at the we're looking at the Florida Panthers, the Atlanta Braves, the Chicago Cubs. Put those three together. That'll be your D-Gen parlay. We're hanging out on Facebook, Twitter, but mostly it is the book club and Discord. You guys get in there and shoot the shit with us. Call us out by name, and we will holler right back. But most importantly, let us know what you did yesterday, what you're going to do today. And when it's all said, done, kids, it's all make some money, fools. Information on this podcast may not be construed to offer any kind of investment advice or recommendations. Under no circumstances will the owners, operators, or guests of this podcast be held responsible for damages related to its contents. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you. 
with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.